0: You're listening to The Geek Awakens with Mitch, Matt,
1: Tabitha, Lydia,
0: and Ticket. Okay, guys, uh, welcome to The Geek Awakens. Um, it's, It's Christmas week when we're recording this, and we thought that instead of doing our normal show, we would do a special edition of Guilty Pleasure Dumpster Fire. Uh, We're going to get to that in just a second. Uh, First, uh, joining me tonight is Lydia.
1: Hi, guys.
0: And Matt. Hello. So, like I said, we have a special edition of Guilty Pleasure Dumpster Fire. Um, I didn't tell you guys about this beforehand, but we're not calling it Guilty Pleasure Dumpster Fire this week. We are calling it Naughty or Nice because we are reviewing the 2022 classic uh, Falling for Christmas, which is out now on Netflix. So if you haven't seen this movie yet um, and you are worried about spoilers for this movie, (laughs) then hit pause and come back to us once you've seen it. So really
1: consider any kind of movie that follows any sort of a Hallmark trope to have spoilers in the first place. Then yeah, pause it. And yeah, yeah, other, other yeah. than that, I think you'll be okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guessed about eighty-five percent of the plot, just on the like, um, <sighs> not even first five minutes. I'm even talking like, <laughs> not even the. Tra- I'm talking like. What do they call it these days? You used yeah. to call it like box art, you know, like when you like, oh. yeah, like the cover of the DVD or whatever, like <laughs> you know, just from the picture on Netflix, I guess. But anyway, so falling for Christmas, uh, depending on who you ask, is part of Lindsay Lohan's comeback story. Uh, in doing some research, I I thought that this was like the first movie that she's done in a while. It's not. Um, she hasn't done anything big. In a few years, but like she has been active. She has had credits even, um, I think as recent as 2019. So that said, Lydia, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, this is a Hallmark channel like movie, uh, it tells the story of Sierra, a hotel heiress who ends up with amnesia after an engagement gone wrong. Um, with the help of Jake and his family, uh, Sierra, who now goes by Sarah Finds herself in more ways than one at the North Star Lodge. So, starring Lindsay Lohan as Sierra, Cord Overstreet as Jake, Alejandra Flores as Alejandra, and Olivia Perez as Avi, Falling for Christmas currently has a 5.2 out of 10 rating on IMDb and a 61% on Rot- Rotten Tomatoes. But is this Christmas flick naughty? Or nice. Uh, we still are going to go by the same rules as we normally go for Guilty Pleasure Dumpster Fire. Um, four topics. What worked with this movie? What didn't work? Um, normally, we ask you know, if how this movie holds up to a previous viewing, if you've seen it. Obviously, this movie is not uh, maybe a month old. So, if you have been watching it repeatedly, um, I'm praying for you. Um, <laughs> I mean,
2: it's old enough that we could have watched the second time in this household.
0: Oh, fair, fair. <laughs> so, instead of asking how it holds up, um, would you watch it again, is, is the third topic. And then finally, is this movie naughty or nice? Um, Matt, I want to start with you. What worked for Falling for Christmas for you?
2: Believe it or not, despite the fact that the plot was as transparent as, I don't know, Wonder Woman's jet. Um, <laughs> I, it, like, everybody knew from the moment the credits, like, the, the theme started beginning, the everything, like, the character showed up on screen, you knew what was going to happen and where this was going to end up. And despite how easily you could tell that, the whole thing actually kind of works. Um yes it's 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 very hallmark in its plot devices, in its tropes, that it just its hokeyness. Um it's like it's like just the right amount of hokey. Um and there's a lot of this that just pains me to say that there are things that work.
0: Yeah, Um, you're absolutely right. This movie is corny, uh, but it definitely doesn't take itself seriously. Um, One of my favorite things, like, well, we'll get to one of the things that I really didn't like, and I almost turned the movie off um, in the very beginning. We'll get to that in the next part. But in one of the first scenes, uh, Sierra and Tad are talking on the phone, and Tad hangs up, While Sierra's trying to say, I love you. And then one of her assistants or whatever says, bad connection. And like, you know what she means, but you also know what she means. And that right there told me everything that I needed to know about this movie. Um, And I was here for it. Uh, (laughs) Like, I just... The acting is so cheesy, but it is supposed to be cheesy. It's... If they went any more over the top, it would be like a parody, but it wasn't, you know? Um, Lindsay Lohan is kind of likable, you know, when she is her normal self as Sierra at the beginning. But then she is really likable once she forgets who she is and, you know, has to learn all that stuff again. Um, A.V. is sickeningly cute. Like, she is... (laughs)
2: <laughs> One of the
0: cutest kids in a kid film or, you know, in a, in a Christmas movie that I've seen in a long time. And then and then she's got a missing tooth. And it's like, I almost wonder if like some type of director or producer or something said, hey, let's 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 lose that tooth. <laughs> Going to bump up the cuteness like 10,000 points. Yeah, and if I that happened, good job. Out, it worked. Right? What's that?
1: So give me your kid. Let me knock your tooth out real quick. The
0: morning <laughs> exactly. Um, also,
1: <laughs> and it might, and
0: it might, um, and also any movie that has uh that's totally not Santa, but that's totally Santa type of character, like that works. I'm I'm cool with that. Um, Lydia, what worked for this movie for you?
1: I have to agree with you guys, like, things that worked in this movie had no right to work in this movie. Um, Also, I like the fact that since this is, you know, one of the first things that she has done since her, like, whole comeback, because I didn't know that she'd done more than this movie in the past couple years, not a clue. Um, But I like how they just kind of slid a Mean Girls reference in there without just, like, shoving it in your face.
0: What was the reference?
1: When they're in the car going up to the mountain and they're on, on singing to the radio, that is the song that she um, starts singing on the talent show in Mean Girls because she kicks the uh, radio off. Huh. The
0: stage. Oh, okay. That's kind of funny that – because it's been a minute since I've seen Mean Girls, and I thought that it would have been funny if they used, like, that the song, you know, like with all the um, the plastics or whatever – you know, the, that song in the talent show. I was like, that would have been funny if they'd used that. So I was kind of on the same page, but not really.
1: Yeah. So I, I like that they slid that in there. Um, I wish they had used the animals more. Because all the little animals, like right there at the beginning, when she loses her memory, stole this movie for me. Like the squirrel and the owl and the raccoon in the window. Like I wanted more of the animals to come back.
0: That (laughs) raccoon was everything for me. Uh, I mean, that raccoon popped up and
2: Tabitha wanted to know how she could book a room at that North Star Lodge.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, past that, it's just uh, all, all the little tropes that they, like just toyed on the edge of almost overdoing. Like you said, it almost kind of borderlined a parody at times, but they didn't overdo it to the point where it's like, okay, this is over-the-top cheesy. And yeah, it, did, it didn't have as much right to work the way it does.
0: <laughs> um, and then just pulling up her uh, IMDb, so the last movie that she was in um, was in 2019 Among the Shadows. But she has also done some voice work um, as the narrator for Love uh, Love Struck High, and uh, she appeared in one episode of Devil May Care. Um, I don't know any of those, but there you go. Um, there was one other one that I was like kind of surprised that she was in. Um, let me see. Maybe not. Maybe the other thing that I was thinking of was kind of further down the line, but anyway. So... Like we said, like we, we've all mentioned some things that we liked about this movie, but this movie is not without its sins. Um, this movie does do a few things very wrong. Um, first off, okay, I, I, I'll start this round. The one thing that almost made me turn off the movie in the very beginning, how Sierra sleeps absolutely Perfectly. Nobody sleeps like that. Yeah. Like, like, show me someone who actually sleeps like that. Does not <laughs> exist. Okay? Um, but yeah, I rolled my eyes hard at that. Um, another thing, we can all admit, Jake is the perfect guy, right? Yeah. However, there are... You can border, you, you, you can argue for, but there were three p- parts where I legitimately said, Jake is such a dick. Um, there was one part where he says, um, like, what do you know about remembering when you don't even remember your name? So like, And then once Sierra's dad and um, Tad Come into the the party at the very end, and you know they they tell her who she is, and she's kind of getting back her memory and everything. And you know she's leaving, but she says thank you, and then he says forget about it. Like, yeah, that's a
1: little.
0: She is she has gone through traumatic brain injury. And you're and you're making light of it. And then when he goes to profess his love for her, he has this mistletoe, and he says how he hit his head on the way here, and he doesn't remember how it works. You are straight up making fun of this girl. I got I got kind of heated. I got kind of heated. It's out. Um. Also, yeah, we can all agree that. Uh, Jake and Sierra, you know, couple goals, whatever. You know who else are couple goals in this movie? Ralph and Tad. And and Tad just leaves Ralph at, he just leaves him at the curb. Once, Once Sierra dumps Tad, you know, he gets, like, gets together with, I meant to look up the guy's name, but, like, Sierra's, like, main assistant. What's that?
1: Terry, I think was his name.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. And let's be honest. He's doing this for the likes. He knows that if he, you know, quote unquote, comes out or whatever, like, he'll get, like, another 100,000 followers or something like that. Why couldn't you have done that with Ralph? He could have done that with Ralph, and he chose not to. Just shows that Tad cares about no one but himself. Those are really the big, those are really the biggest three things that I just, I, i that I had hangups with. Um, Matt, what didn't you like about this? Um,
2: Can I say that I didn't like the fact that I like this movie?
0: Um,
2: (laughs) Yes! Because we watched this at Friendsgiving um, and we finished dinner and we were moving from the dining room into the living room and there was discussion about what was going to be put on TV and Tabitha and our friend Bree were just like, oh, we're going to watch the new Lilo movie. And I'm like, the new what movie? I'm like, what is this? I sit down. She pulls up Netflix, starts it, and I realize it's an easy little hand. I'm like, oh my god. I'm really going to have to sit through this. I have to sit through an hour and a half at least of this. I... Ugh. um, But when all was said and done, Really, the only thing that didn't work for me and was a little too over the top hokey was the 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 fake not Santa Claus thing with the (laughs) sleigh. Like, yeah, it was it was a little too on Rudolph's red nose. (laughs) It's just like the moment he shows up on camera, they're like, oh god he's going to be santa and he's going to grant a wish this is just this is going to come at the perfect time to solve all of their problems like it was the one thing like trope wise lifetime movie ish that was just a little too far for me um especially considering that he had other options for his like escape or whatever um, instead of that brand new sleigh that just randomly appeared in the shed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll admit, at first, I didn't realize that he was, you know, quote-unquote Santa. Um, I legit thought he was just going to try to get with Grandma. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Plot <to this. laughs> Yeah.
0: <Ooh. laughs> Grandma, Grandma got run over by Santa. and. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> um, Lydia, what didn't work about Falling for Christmas for you?
1: Well, I agree with the things that you guys have said, <laughs> and I was trying to like write some things down as I was watching it, and literally the only two things that I wrote down for this part was when they like flash back to her having her hair brushed by her mom, like could they have gotten a worse wig for this kid? <laughs> like I get that redheads are hard to come by. But, like, you couldn't have gotten <clears> a <throat> leg that looked like it was somewhat real. Like, and then at the end, you know, he leaves the kid in the sleigh to watch the horse to go find Sierra and they have their little moment. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, here's the kid and here's the dad. Who's watching the horse? <laughs> S-
0: uh, Santa? Santa?
1: Maybe. Yeah. But. You know, Watch the horse, and then you just run off and lead the horse out in the middle of this fancy ski lodge with all these people <laughs> that don't know how to drive their Ferraris.
0: <laughs> you know, what kind of d- distracted me from that whole wig scene, though, her mom sounded familiar, and I was trying to place who that was.
1: Hmm.
0: And I could be I could be completely wrong. It could just have been somebody, but like I don't know, it, she just she sounded familiar. So maybe they did get somebody to cameo to hopefully distract people from how awful that wig was. but I will definitely need to go back and um, go back and you know reexamine that wig. My next question for you guys, would you watch this again? Um, Lydia, let's start with you this time
1: As much as I hate to admit it and I feel like my mom has definitely worn off on me with this over the years I want to go into movies like this and hate them and say I'm never going to watch them again because they're cringy and you know how they're going to end and Every time I end up sitting there watching this, going, okay, this is actually kind of cute, and I'm enjoying myself, and I would watch this again. And unfortunately, this one is no different. So, yeah, I I would probably sit down and watch this again if it was on. Matt.
0: Matt.
2: Um, I was requested to make known by Tabitha that not only would she watch this again, um, but she is very close to putting this on our, uh, every year holiday. holiday. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> Sounds so like you don't her, have a choice.
2: Right. Tells you her stance on it. Um, I, I wouldn't go that far. Um, but this is also one of those things like back in the day, I'm old. Um, you know, if you were flipping <laughs> channels, and this was on and you were just trying to find something to occupy your brain for a little while, Yeah, I, I would sit and watch this again.
0: Yeah. Um, I agree. I would... I'm not saying that I would actively seek out to watch it again, um, but... If somebody says, hey, you want to watch this Falling for Christmas movie? Uh, They wouldn't be able to finish the question before I would say yes. So there's that. Uh, Something else I think I would honestly rather see more. um, Because I think that this movie. Now granted it doesn't like set up for a sequel. But they could easily do a sequel to this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you can have like. You know, an evil ski lodge or whatever wanted to buy them out or whatever, and they have to fight to save. I don't know. Um,
1: Jake's gonna fall. Yeah. I like said this time.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I love it.
1: He doesn't remember that he has the lodge. I had to remind him that he's a good guy and does charity and all this fun stuff because he just yeah. turned into an absolute asshole. <sighs> oh, guys,
0: guys, guys, let's oh, write Lydia. falling for Christmas too. he <laughs> just wrote the sequel.
1: You're welcome. I'll
0: I'll take my payment. <laughs> Lydia's got that we need Netflix money now. We need,
2: a, we need a plot pitch to Netflix right now. <laughs>
0: <sighs> All right. So I think I think I know the answer to my final question: um, Is falling for Christmas naughty or nice? Um, I will I will start this round. It is very nice, Lydia.
1: Unfortunately, I have to say it is nice.
0: (laughs) Matt. I
2: wanted this to be naughty. (laughs) That sounds wrong. (laughs) I wanted this to not be nice. There you go. Um, From the moment that we hit play. And it's it's nice.
0: Well, there you go. There you go. Um... (laughs) this this movie has warmed our christmas spirits um, but yeah i it was yeah it's i'm ashamed at how much i enjoyed this movie but i was 100 here for it so that's really that's all we have uh for this week um that's gonna do it for this episode of the geek awakens uh we're going to have our um year end special next week um so be on the lookout for that. It's, it's our last episode of the year. You won't hear from us until next year. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but in the meantime, check us out on social media. Uh, tell us what cool stuff we're missing out on. Any questions, comments, or concerns, then shoot us an email at thegeekawakenspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, from all of us at The Geek Awakens, thanks for listening, and we hope to catch you next time. Everybody say happy holidays. Happy holidays.